Hello everyone, this is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello everyone and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm your host Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If this is your first time joining me here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, welcome and hello. Thank you so much for being here. If this is not your first time joining me here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, you know that you are always welcome here and you are always welcome back to listen in, tune in and receive something for your life for today, uh, making the word of God more applicable in just living life in victory, hearing testimonies and stories of various people so that you can um, hear the, the different things that people did to overcome the different situations in their lives. And I hope and pray that whatever you hear on today's episode is a blessing to you and for you. Here is today's affirmation. Here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, we want you to be affirmed by speaking the Word of God and by speaking life. Here is today's affirmation brought to you by Romans 12 and 2. I have received that through Jesus Christ, I have been transformed and made new in my mind. I choose to walk in the newness of my mind and be not conformed to this world. I hope and pray that today's affirmation for the month is a blessing for you and to you. Now back to the show. Why do I podcast? Why do I get on here and I begin to speak the word of God? Why do I get on here and I encourage? Why do I get on here and I motivate? Why do I get keep getting on the podcast? What's the purpose of even doing the podcast? So that you can share your thoughts and opinions and different things and hear different stories and all that kind of stuff. What's the purpose of me doing the podcast? I would say the title of the podcast is kind of the whole purpose and reason behind it, Victoriously Anointed. I believe that we can be victoriously, vic- live life victoriously in various ways, according to the scripture that the thief comes not, but to steal, kill and destroy. But I am come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I believe that Jesus died, he rose and he ascended into heaven just so that we can have that future and that hope. I believe it's so important for us to realize that in order to walk in that abundance that Jesus talks about, we have to have access to him. And in order to have access to him, you have to invite him into your life. How do you invite Jesus Christ into your life? By praying to him, by talking to him, by seeking him, um, seeking his face. He says that when you seek for me with your whole heart, then you will find me. There are people all around the world that are searching for hope. There are people all around the world searching for someone, something, anything that will help fill them up, fill the voice in their life to make them whole, to heal them, to, to just something that will be more meaningful and more purposeful than the life that they are currently living. And I can tell you right now that that purpose and that more meaning that people desire to live and they, they seek after is the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There is no better hope than that in him. He comes into your life and he fills it with purpose. He comes into your life and he fills it with hope. He comes into your life and he gives you access to exactly the things that you need in order to survive. That's part of that abundant living. There are so many different things in life that have happened to us, that occur to us, so many different troubles that occur. But Jesus is that hope that says, you know what? I'm going to give them joy. I'm going to give them peace. I'm going to give them love. I'm going to give them those things that they otherwise wouldn't have if it had not been for my goodness, if it had not been for my grace. And if it's not for those things, then we wouldn't be able to experience any of those things. We wouldn't know what good is if it were not for God. We would not be able to experience good if it were not for God intervening on our behalf and, and the um, garden of 
They made the choice for humanity um, that caused hum humanity to lose dominion over the earth. And when Jesus Christ came, he came and gave us back that. But in order to gain that back, you have to come into Jesus. You have to receive him into your heart. You have to receive him that he is there for us. He cares for us. He loves us. And he wants to see us succeed at life. How do we succeed at life? Through salvation in Jesus Christ. We are not saved by works alone, but we are saved by the grace of God. We are saved by grace. And what does it mean to be saved by grace when you hear that? Meaning though, although you don't deserve to be saved from your sins, I'm going to come in and I'm going to save you from sins. And I'm going to give you a hope an eternal hope um, where you can go and live life in peace once you um, cross over and die. It's so important for us to realize and recognize that we need that hope. We need something to look forward to. We need, need something greater than ourselves to live for. We need something that we can kind of depend on, someone that we can depend on, that we can lean on, that we can call on when times do get tough. I look at some of the troubles in my life and I'm just like, there is no way that I could have made it through some of the troubles, a lot of the troubles. I would say all of the troubles in my life without Jesus Christ on my side, intervening, producing miracles, producing blessings, producing healing, producing um, the favor that I need in order to make it from day to day because we live life day by day. We live life. His mercies are new morning by morning. They're that morning by morning. His mercies are new. And when he gives us those mercies, he knows that, you know, he knew that that was going to be needed within the blueprint of humanity. Because without those mercies, no telling what would come upon us, no telling what our lives would be like without that mercy. And that's something that he just gives to us. He just established in his word that he was going to give to us. And his mercies are renewed morning by morning, meaning you have enough mercy to cover you in the day. But just in case that mercy, um, that mercy that you have been given in that day runs out, I'm also going to add another plan in there. I would say that that extra that you can get in there, I wouldn't even call it extra. It would be the grace of God, the grace of God. When God gives us that divine unmerited favor, that divine unmerited assistance, meaning that I don't deserve it, but because I love you so much, I'm going to give you something that's going to help to, to sustain you. When Paul was praying and he was asking God to remove a thorn in his flesh, the Lord told him that my grace is sufficient for thee. Even after he had prayed about this three times, he said he sought the Lord and the Lord told him that my grace is sufficient for thee, meaning that he didn't remove the trouble out of his life, but instead he gave him grace in order to make it through the trouble and to live with it. And it's so important for us to recognize and realize what if God doesn't remove the thorn in your flesh? Now, I'm not going to say that your thorn may be the same thing that Paul had, but it may be the trouble that um, you're facing right now and you find yourself in the situation. Maybe I don't know what your trouble is. It could be, you know what, maybe you don't have the function of one of your, your limbs. Maybe you don't have the function of just something in your body. Maybe um, there's a sickness. Maybe there's um, a child who has a different type of uh, a, a disability or something like that. Those troubles that occur in life, what if God doesn't remove them, but he gives you the grace in order to be able to make it through those things, in order to know how to cope with those things, in order to know how to deal with those things. There are different things in our lives that God gives us the ability to do. Sometimes the trouble besides, sometimes the trouble in our lives comes from just different people that God wants us to be able to have endurance with, to long suffer with. Sometimes the trouble in our lives um, presents itself in different ways. And the Lord um, Jesus Christ knows exactly what we need in order to do that. I go back to the story of Joseph and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? God didn't take him out of Egypt. Um, he didn't take him out of um, slavery, and but he did give him the grace to be able to make it through that time period. And he also gave him exactly what he needed in order to see his will fulfilled in the area. And he also recovered him. He recovered him from that. You may say, well, that means that eventually it was removed. 
eventually it was removed. But he never got a chance to return to his homeland. You don't know exactly the other relationships that he had established outside of his family. And so he didn't get a chance to be re rebuild those relationships. And so um, no telling what type of other sorrow Joseph may have had to deal with. There are different things that occur in our life that sometimes we don't have any power over. The Lord gave us when Jesus died and he rose again with all power in his hands. He gave us uh, power um, to be able to cast out devils, to be able to heal the sick, to be able to see them recover, to be able to speak in tongues. He gave us gifts and different things like that. He did in order to help sustain us in life, in order for us to be able to make it through into. He provided for us the things that we were going to need on earth because he already knew exactly what the earth was going to face before the earth knew that the earth was going to face it. Uh, you, 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 you feel my vibes. He already knew. That's why he prepared us before time. He gave us the gift of his Holy Spirit. He gave us different abilities. He gave us uh, minds to be able to think about things. He, he gave us the ability to be um, creative. He gave us these abilities and things so that we can be able to live a life on earth in abundance. Now, I'm not going to say that every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows. Obviously, we know that. But he does give us something that we can uh, fight. We can fight to be able to see um, good happen within our day. We can fight to be able to see good occur in our day. There are some people that have been persecuted for following Jesus Christ, and they have been persecuted their whole lives. God didn't remove the trouble, but he gave them the grace to get through it. He gave them the grace to get through it. Some people died in the midst of believing in Jesus Christ and in the midst of someone to see other souls saved. They died in the midst of fighting for Christ. He gave them the grace to get through it. Other people have, have to cope with the loss of loved ones in their life. The different troubles that come up on us in life, um, God gives us the grace to be able to get through it, to recover. He gives us the grace to be able to sustain us. Thank God for the troubles that he does remove in the earth. There were some still some sicknesses and diseases that still exist in the earth and people still get them and some cures that have not yet come into existence yet. But God gives us the grace to get through it. Now, does God provide healing? He sure does. Let it be according to your faith. Let it be according to your faith. Let it be according to uh, whatever it is that the Lord says, Let whatever it is the Lord, that the Lord says for you. Everybody doesn't have to face the same fate. Everybody doesn't have the same testimony as Paul. Thank God that everybody doesn't have the same testimony as Paul. Thank God I don't have the same testimony as Paul. Because the thorn in his um, the thorn in his flesh, I don't think nobody would want to one. And so it's so important for us to, because uh, it was a messenger of Satan to buffet him. A messenger of Satan. Can you imagine the difficulty he had to endure and go through? Having to deal with an entity. Having to deal with an entity that was, I wouldn't say greater than himself, but an entity that was invisible and one that was producing wickedness and evil and still does. It's so important for us to recognize and realize that sometimes it's okay. It's okay sometimes the troubles that you do face. It's okay sometimes the mistakes that you do make. It's okay sometimes the flaws that you do, that you consider that you have. It's okay. And you're going to tell you how I know it's okay. The same Paul said, I've learned to glory in my infirmities. I've learned to glory in my infirmities. And I believe that what he was saying was, I recognize that even I recognize that in my imperfection, God is my perfection. In my imperfection, God is my perfection. And he helps me with his grace. He helps me with his love. He helps me with his kindness. It's so important for us to recognize and realize that we sometimes we look for people to be perfect and 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 we are imperfect. Sometimes we look for people to um, be perfect, and that's not possible without Jesus. 
It's Jesus Christ, his love, his blood, his, his name that makes us perfect. Without spot or blemish, without wrinkle. Do you believe right now if the Lord Jesus Christ came that your life would be without spot, blemish, or wrinkle? If it had not been for the blood, the washing of his blood. Now, I'm not saying that we go out there and willfully sin. The, the word tells us uh, it's the same Paul that wrote. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Just because you're covered in grace don't gives you a right to sin. That's why the Lord tells us that if you keep my commandments, that's how you know that you love me. And love is the greatest commandment of them all. I hope and pray that this podcast is eye-opening for you and whatever it is that you need from the Lord on today. I hope and pray that you have received it. I hope and pray that everything um, that's not right in your life will line up. Man, I'm telling you, I just, I need the Lord's goodness in my life. If you don't need the Lord's goodness in your life, then have at it. But I can tell you right now, I need the Lord's goodness in my life. I need to see his light shining in my life. I need to see that hope that he gives. I need to see those things. I need to experience his love. I need to experience his His mercy. I need to experience his grace. I need to experience his joy. I need to experience those things of the fruit of the spirit. I need to be able to experience all of those things because all of those things play a part and why I am able to stand and walk up, walk upright, talk right. All those things are the reason why I'm able to get up in the morning because it's his, it's, it's him pushes us and motivates us and encourages us. Even when life knocks us down, when life knocks us out of the, the race, Jesus helps to keep us in the race and he fills us up with his love. That's why it's so important for us to allow love to abide. It's so important for us to be helpers one to another. You're not the only one suffering. You're not the only one going through and You're not the only one that has faced troubles in life. There are so many people in the world that are hurting. There are so many people that are sitting in conditions that are worse than yours. There are so many people in the life, in this life that don't know Jesus Christ and so many people that um, God needs a witness for. That's why it's so important for us to open up our mouths and talk about Jesus Christ. Because we could be the very source of why they end up coming out of whatever struggle and whatever trouble they may be in. He calls us to be witnesses. He calls us to talk about him. He causes us to be able to talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ was the hope that came into the world when the law was sitting on people's backs. When the law was sitting on people's back and backs and putting them in bondage, Jesus said, I came to set the captives free. He came to set the captives free, meaning that we were, we were held captive in sin. We were held captive by different things in bondage. But when you take on the name of Jesus, when you take on living for Jesus, when you take on a life of surrender, then you get the ability to be able to walk free, to walk free in this life. Paul lived the rest of his ministry in jail, in prison, bound, but he was free. We find one instance when Paul and Silas prayed and they prayed to uh, prayed and sang songs to God and they prayed so much that the bands were loose and the prison doors open. The glory of God filled that so so much so that that occurred. Paul wrote those letters from a place of bondage, but he wasn't bound. So no matter where you find yourself at in life, I believe that it's so important to recognize that who it is that sets you free in your mind, who it is that sets you free in your heart, who it is that gives you the ability to be able to forgive and to love and to pray and to bless and not curse. Jesus Christ gives you the ability to do those things and those things help to produce his goodness in the earth. When you exercise goodness, then you produce goodness in the earth and that's how good goes around.
But when you shut yourself off to goodness and producing goodness and producing love and producing those things that God tells us that we ought to produce those fruit, then you deprive the world of what it needs from God. Who are his hands and his feet? Who does he use? He uses his people. And then when his people begin to pray and when they begin to exercise their right to go before the throne, when they come boldly before the throne, when they um, seek God concerning things that are occurring in the earth and not try to go into the fight alone, but recognize that the battle is the Lord's. When they recognize who is fighting for us and with us, it's God that fights for us. It is God that fights with us. The war between good and evil has been occurring since before the earth, since before the human race started. It has been um, been began, and so what we have to recognize that when we begin when we begin to face evil things in the earth, we have to recognize that we give that over to God because it's Him that fights the battle for us in order for us to win. If you want some winning streaks behind you, stop trying to fight your own battles and allow God to fight them for you. It may be painful. Because when you allow God to fight your battles for you, sometimes, you know, you're just ready to get over the pain and get ready to just receive whatever the goodness is that the Lord has for you. But sometimes when God is fighting your battle, it requires you to wait. It requires you to be patient. It requires you to endure. It requires you to allow him to put all the pieces into place so that you can get the ultimate victory, ultimate victory in Christ. That's what Jesus wants you to have is ultimate victory. He don't want you to have a halfway victory. He don't want you to have a questioning victory. He don't want you to have a sometime victory. He wants you to have an ultimate victory, an ultimate victory. That's what God came. That's what God wants for us. And I believe that it's so important for us to recognize that Jesus Christ is how we get that ultimate victory. He saves us for our sin, from our sins. He washes us up. He makes us whole. I hope and pray that this podcast has been a blessing to you and I hope and pray that you have received whatever it is that you need from the Lord on today, that you received whatever it is that you need from the Lord, because when you receive what you need from God, then you can be able to get that antidote that you need for um, whatever is attacking your peace, whatever is attacking your joy, whatever is attacking the things in your life that's causing you to be miserable and in pain. Being broken before God is a good thing. It's a good thing. I was going to say great and good and they kind of ran together. It's a good thing because he knows what to do with your brokenness. We don't know what to do with our brokenness. That's why some people stay in a broken condition, but God does. You have to trust him with that. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your joy. We thank you, Lord God, for breaking the chains of bondage off of our lives, Father God. Whatever has been holding us bound, Father God, whatever has been holding us captive, Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that you would just, we give, thank you for giving us the right to exercise freedom because we have been made free in you, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for just sending sending your son, Jesus Christ, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for just the cross. Thank you, Father God, for giving us the ability to pick up our crosses and follow you. Follow after goodness, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for just covering us, Lord God, and thank you for making us perfect in our imperfections. You are the great Father, and there is none like you in all the earth. We bless you and we pray. We thank you, Lord God, for just everything that you've done, Lord God, for us, Lord God, in this current time, Lord God, and everything that you have prepared for us. Thank you for just being your goodness, God. Thank you just for being there. Thank you for your comfort. Thank you, Father God, for just everything that you have done and everything that you will do, Father God. We stand in faith, Lord God, that we are free. We stand in faith, Lord God, that everything that you have spoken over our lives and concerning our lives is true, Lord God. And everything, Lord God, that you have said is so is so. 
We thank you, Father God, for just redeeming us, Father God, from the stain of sin. And we thank you, Lord God, for the peace that abides with us and allowing your angels to encamp around about us, Lord God. Thank you for fighting our battles for us, Lord God, and knowing that no weapon formed against us will be able to prosper, Father God. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your peace. And we thank you for your joy. We thank you, Lord God, for binding up the enemy, Lord God, who has tried to take out your people, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us the armor, Lord God, in order to fight him. You are the great father and there is none like you in all the earth. We bless you and we praise you and we speak victory in Jesus name. Amen. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed on today. Hello, I'm Lynn Sacy. I encourage you to become part of the movement, the movement of making Jesus bigger. You can find out more about the making Jesus bigger movement by following me on social media at Lynn Stacy studios on Instagram and Facebook. You can purchase the t-shirt making Jesus bigger because we have been given victory in Jesus Christ on the website www.lynnstacystudios.wixsite.com backslash media. By becoming part of the Making Jesus Bigger movement, we are choosing to be lights in the world. Be blessed in Jesus' name. And remember to always go forward and be blessed.